0: Morning, everyone. Hope you have a wonderful day. we we'll continue where we left off. Yuma, third chapter, on the bottom of page 31b. The last line on the bottom. So, yesterday we learned the Mishnah says that the Chayyin Gadol and Yom Kippur would go to the mikvah five times and he would sanctify, uh, wash his hands and his, and his legs. Ten times. Wash basin ten times. There's an argument, however, between the mayor and the rabbis when he would wash. Each time he would change his clothes, he would wash twice, but when? The rabbis say he would wash before he takes off the old before set of garments, off, right. then he would take off the set of garments, go to the mikveh, put on the new set of garments, and then he would wash wash well, his hands okay. right before he goes to service. And mayor argues, he says, no. He would wash after he undresses. After he undresses, that's when he would wash the first time his hands and his legs. Hopefully then he would put on, the, put on, no, no, no why to undress I don't know and then he would uh, and then he would uh, dress in the new set of garments and then he would wash his hands (laughs) his hands and the question was what about the first time first time first time right he's changing from his weekday garments Mm -hmm. Uh, changing from the weekday garments there he only washes once after he puts on his priestly garments because mm-hmm. he's changing he's exchanging his weekday garments. why should he wash his hands? But the question is according to a mayor a mayor who holds. So according to a rabbi you say you wash your hands before you undress surely you don't have to wash your hands. why should you he undress he's wearing his weekday, his regular personal clothes. why should he wash his hands? He's not doing the service he's wearing his regular clothes but according to a mayor who holds that that you you that you wash your hands after you undress. So the Gemara thought maybe so. So it means he holds you have to wash twice. Both washings are before you put on the new set of clothing, and after you put on the new set of the new, new set of garments. So even the first time you should wash twice according mm-hmm. to a mayor. says no. That that uh, that's not. The, the, it's both he, both according to the rabbis and according to a Meir. You wa- once time you wash your hands and legs is for the undressing. Mm-hmm. The only question is when do you when do you wash for the undressing? Before you undress or after you undress? So dear mm-hmm. for the first time, when you're undressing your weekly garments, even even the Rab Mayor would say, What's the point of washing your hands? You don't have to wash your hands for undressing your weekly per- personal garments. Mm-hmm. But then the mother mm-hmm. Brother bray says, No, Rab mm-hmm. Mayor says clearly mm-hmm. that even the first time mm-hmm. after, mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. the after mm-hmm. the King mm-hmm. took off his personal clothes mm-hmm. He would um, wash his hands and his legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we go to the mikvah. If he's, if he's, he's changing... So mayor says, yeah, that after he takes off his weekly clothes, clearly he has to wash. The Qayyan God will have to wash his hands and his legs. Then he would go to the mikveh. then put on the garments, the first time in the morning, and then, and then wash his hands and his legs again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we left off the last line in the bottom 31b. He's like, i Yet, according to ask, We have 10, 10 washings. Because mm-hmm. our mayor says, even the first time it says, in the so you wash twice. And therefore, the other four times that he changes his, uh, his garments, also you wash twice. Right? right? Either right. before, according to our mayor, after he takes off his old set of garments, he washes his hands, and wash, then he goes to like the mikveh. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. you put on the new set of garments, then you wash again. I don't know about and that. you have a sort of so, what's, thousand, the so the on? what's El Rabbanu, According to the rabbis, Tisha Hava, you, you only have nine. According to the rabbis, according to our Mishnah, and according to the rabbis, he only the first time when he changes his, his personal set of garments to put on for the first time of the day the priestly set of garments, he only washes his hands and legs once after he puts on his priestly set of garments. So, altogether, you only have nine times. The next four times, twice, before he takes off his, his set of garments, yeah. his priestly set of garments, and exchanges it for a different set. so And then he washes again. So you have eight plus the first time is nine. Would he have ten? The Mishnah says ten. Yeah. We continue in 31A, 30BA. The last one is, the tenth one is, The last one is, the tenth one is, when he removes the last time when he's done the service in the in the in the in the in Yom Kippur 30BAA 30 30B 30 30 B, yeah 30B1 the mm-hmm. first page so when he removes when he finishes finishes the service in the temple and he finally removes his clothing garment priestly <laughs> garments for the, for the last time he washes he washes his hands and his legs and then he puts on his um his weekday his regular clothes his personal clothes 31, right? 32. 32. 32. 32. 32 top of the Okay. And according to that mayor, he doesn't have to wash then. Because he's not putting on he's 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 done. He's done with the service. He's not putting on clothes. When he's taking off his weekday clothes, his personal clothes, garments. Then he has to wash because he's about, he's changing from his weekday garments and is about to put on his priestly garments. He says he has to wash after he takes off, removes his uh, weekly garments. But here, when he's done the service and is about to put on his weekday, his personal garments, why should he wash his hands? So where did we get the tenth one then? So it actually explains, according to the rabbis, why do you dip, why do you wash, sanctify the hands and the legs twice? One, for the removal of the old set of garments, and one for putting on the new set of garments. According to Rabbi Meir, and that's why they say, when, do you, when does the kohen Godler wash his hands and his legs? Before he takes off. You're about to take off the garments that requires you have to wash your hands when you're about to put on the new set of garments after you put on the new set of garments and you have to wash your hands and legs again but according to the rabbi Meir, both washings is associated with the putting on the new set of garments taking off garments doesn't require washing hands so that's the difference. According to May, the tenth time, there's no, there's no eleventh time, because once you remove the clothing, why should I wash my hands? You don't wash your hands for removing clothing. It's not service to remove your garments. The service is putting on your garments. But he says you wash twice, once before, once before you put on the garments, after you undress from the previous set, you wash your hands. You're about to put on the garments. That itself is a service. And you go to the mikmah and you put on the garments and then you wash your hands again. Both are associated with putting on the garments. After I'm done the service in the temple and he's about to permanently take off his garments for the day, why should I wash my hands? There's no service removing the garments. So therefore, there's only 10, not 11. Because the first time around, again, he, he, when he took off his weekday garments, his personal garments, he has to wash twice when he takes off his weekday garments as he said before because as the conclusion of the breiser we brought a breiser the mayor says that you do have to wash your hands the first time why do you have to wash your hands the first time when you remove your your personal garments, why would you have to, it's no service to remove your personal, the service is, because he's about to put on the priestly garments, for the first time, that's a service, before you do a service, you have to wash your hands, so after he removes his weekday garments, he washes his hands, then he puts on, he goes to the mikro, puts on his, his priestly garments, for the first time that day of Yom Kippur, and then he washes his hands again, right before he goes to do the service, so therefore there's twice, and then each time, the next four times, again twice, And that's it. There's no eleventh time. According to the rabbis, the rabbis say that no. The washing of the hand, why do you wash twice? Once for removing the garments and once for putting on the new garments. The first time around, removing your personal garments, you don't have to wash your hands, it's your personal garments. So therefore there's only one washing then. Mm-hmm. So altogether you have nine, where's the 10th? When you remove the last time, the last time when you're done the service on that day and Yom Kippur and the mm-hmm. high priest fi- removes, finally for the last time of that day, removes his garments, you have to wash your hands because you wash your hands for removal of the garments. So both according to Reb mayor and the Rabbis, you only have 10, mm-hmm. not nine, not 11, but 10. The rabbis learn. It says, It says in the book of Leviticus, in Achli we talk about Yom Kippur that Aaron goes into the tent, removes his linen clothes, his garments that he wore when he went into the holy, holy. There's a Why does he come? Why did he go back in? He already finished. Yeah. Why does he go back in? One more letter. It's a Because the first time around he left, the first time around he left his, his he left the spoon coal, and the and the coal, right and the and the fire pan there. He left it in uh, all the holes. Right. He left it there. So then then he goes back in to remove it. Kola parsha kula nemrallah. Say the the entire parsha is set in sequence in proper order. Mhm. With the exception of this verse. in the new year, good health and it with your husband. Because it says after he's done the entire service, after he does the incense and, and sprinkles the blood, he says, um, The whole, whole parsha is said in the proper sequence, in the proper order. except this cuz here it says removes the spoon and the pan after he is done sprinkling the blood inside internally before he does the other service outside in the temple courtyard which is uh, the ram and the ram of the ram of the nation so he said really the torah said he leaves Leaves the temple, goes outside, and does offers his burnt offering, the ram, and then also the ram for the for the people. And then he said he should, and then the pasuk should have said, and Aaron goes back in to remove the fat, the, the, the fire pan, and the spoon that he left there. And then he removes his linen clothing and he leaves it there, and he goes to the mikveh, and then he uh, puts on the eight garments, and then he concludes with the musaf and the why? daily afternoon sacrifice. So it's out of order. My time. Why? Why does the pasach, why does the kayangatul have to interrupt between going back? Why shouldn't he go back right away? Why does he have to interrupt with doing his, um, with, with offering the ram and the ram, the ram for the people and then only then does he go back? Mm-hmm. The study yeah. So he says, "Amravchiz, <laughs> the says, says, 'Gemidi, we yeah. learn, Chamish Tvilis <laughs> v'Sod Kedushin Tevel Kohen Gadol Mekadesh Be'Be'Yem.' Because we learn, we learn from, from Moshe at Sinai. Right. Moshe, we heard from Moshe and, uh, who heard at Sinai yeah. that the Kohen Gadol has to dip five times in the mikveh, and, and he has to sanctify his hands and his legs ten times, Kohen Gadol." If you're going to take the pasuk literally, that he went back in right after, as soon as he was done sprinkling the blood of the goat, the peer, the twin of the of the goat that was thrown off the mountain, and the azazel, and the twin that was offered, and the blood of the his bull, his personal bull that he brought, and if at the sprinkling that blood inside the holy of holies, and then outside the Holy of Holies, in front of the curtain, and then on the inner altar, he would immediately go back, return back, and remove the spoon, it wasn't interrupted. He wasn't interrupted with the uh, with the outdoor service. If that's the case, they only have three and six. Three and six. Right. Because he wouldn't have to change clothing again. If you say that immediately afterwards he went and did his ram and this, he had to change clothing again, he had to go to the mikveh again, he had to wash his hands twice again, and then he had to change his clothing back to be able to go back into the holy of holies. So now you have five times. Otherwise, you just have three times. In the morning, in the morning, he changes from his weekly clothing into his regular clothing into his special clothing. Four to Tommy right? And to eight, right? Eight, eight garments. Then he would change, exchange the eight garments to the four to go do all the service in the right. temple, finish all the service inside the temple. And then he would change back into the eight garments to do all the service outside the temple the ram, mm-hmm. and then the musaf, and the tamid, and you're done. Well, so you only have three exchangings. Sure. Here we said you have, you have five times. Emerging, yeah. So therefore we must say we that the, pac- the positive is like sh- sh- ed- a it's, leg- ed- ed- it's out of order. Or, right. First of all, your child comes before there are five and ten. Point number two is your obligate. Yeah, says we learned about. How do we yeah. know? It says the parsha this big. The Aaron comes to the tent and removes his linen, which is the four garments of linen. Goes to the mik. In a holy place. So we're saying that we're, we're teaching the Pasuk based on the fact that we know there has to be five Tzfilas yeah, before we... Yeah, yeah. so, so we know it's like a right? It yeah. has to be. Yeah. So, so what do we see from this Pasuk? Every time he changes, Pasuk says clearly. Because every time he changes, he removes his one set of garments, the four linen garments. And he has to put on his clothing. which is the eight garments, which include the four that have gold in it. Mm-hmm. So every time he has to go to the mikvah. so that's how we know them. Possibly, you have to go to the mikvah five times. that be said. And and just like the pasuk says, says, when you change from doing the service inside, when you change to start doing outside, you have to. Yeah. The same thing is you understand logically. The same out. thing is the reverse. Every time you you change clothing, you from doing the work outside to doing inside. So you have five services, and before you have five, five five times you dip into the mikvah. What should that be asking? We just explained. It's very counterintuitive. Maybe in the fact we have five and ten, we didn't get a number Right, we didn't, no, right? yeah, didn't, not, said, that's not in the Pasach, that's Gemidhi. Right. That's nowhere you're going to find it in the puzzle We said earlier, in the Pasach it's only, it sounds like three times. But since we have gemidi, but how do we know that between each time you have to, each time you change, you have to go to the Mikvah? Huh? So he said, that's the source oh another source yeah Rabbi, Rabbi gives Rabbi gives another source tes in the posse he wears his, his special uh, tunic a special uh, shirt which reached all the way all the way to, the, to his feet all the way to the bottom of his feet the mikhsa say body of abusari and the linen, linen. The mikhsa say the mikhsa sayem his pants will be abusari. Undergarment will be abusari. Ba'avnit ba'di'akha and in a linen belt. It has to be all linen, not like the rest of the year which is linen and wool and linen, or just linen. Ya Yeah, yeah. Mitznefes ba'titznev and the hat was all linen. He has to go to the mikveh and then he then he puts it on. So, so he didn't start that way he started in the morning he started wearing the eight garments because he has to do the regular service yeah. then when he puts on the Taita tells us when he's about to put on the special four set of garments which is a separate yeah. set of garments he after removes the eight set of garments so therefore then the Taita says he go to the mikvah we see called Here we see the reverse. You're changing from from the service on the outside to the service on the inside. You have to change clothing from this. You understand? Big day Big day heim. So whether it's linen garments or the gold investments, it's still they both require immersion. That's what's going on. Right. They're, just, they're equal. They're equal. They're all holy. They're all sacred garments. No one's more sacred than the other, let's say. Right. at least That's, on this day. So we see that all the garments are the same. Yeah, they're all equal. They're all equal. Yeah. What do you mean? What do we learn from this? Okay, we'll learn in a moment. But we learn that yeah, clearly you have to go to the mikvah every so every time. Just like you have to change when you change from the eight to the four. So like vice versa, when you change from the four to the eight, again you have to go to the mikvah. You have to take a shower. Chamish the and there are five five different services Tom Mitchell the big days off you start out the day with the morning sacrifice right it was slaughtered right 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 by dawn you start out with the eight eight garments in the which garments. include the golden garments the four golden garments the service of the day that's unique to Yom Kippur which was in inside the temple and inside the holy vault yeah. all this really love it. that has to be with the linen garments the white linen garments Elev and then he goes out outside and offers his ram and offers a ram for the people's ram. big. the big days up, he has to go back into the eight garments. Then he has to go back in to remove the spoon and the pan, Kafu Mahda big love. He has to he has to change out from the eight garments and put on the white garments, living garments. Thomas shall Arbayim. then when he goes out to conclude, the final sacrifice and everything. Big things that Then he puts on his regular eight garments. So five times. five times. No. How many times does he does he go to the kedushah on on Yom Kippur? No, the first time he does everything. No, no. He time. goes. He goes back. He, he goes and sprinkles the in par. The yeah, he goes in and out. He goes in and out. Because the par. All, but all in one. Right. All in the same time. In the same second. set. Yeah. The par, and then he goes out and brings the blood of the soyer and sprinkles it. Then he mixes the two. You know. to that's time, unique to him. E. What? Every time he enters into the or the whole Obholi, of holy, he's always in yeah. white because of the sin of the golden care. So he doesn't wear the golden Right. Right. Yeah. So and uh, so he says, I mean, how do we not call tefillah, tefillah, sich shnei kedushin? Where do you learn that every time he goes to the mikveh, you have to wash his hands and his legs twice? It says, upashat, v'rochatz, v'rochatz It says, upashat, v'rochatz v'lova. So we say, v'rochatz, you wash, meaning you wash your hands and your legs, goes on both. It goes on upashat. When you remove the clothes of vidachas, you have to wash your hands. Oh, and read also Before you When you put on your clothes, you also have to wash your hands. It goes on both. Yeah, now it's not like you're going to be serious. No, it's like you know. Rabbi, Allah. It's just the rabbi, Shema. It's the rabbi. So Rabbi okay. so be said that you learn his vidachas. That's him, right? Yeah, that's him. In other words, how do you know you, maybe Virachats means you have to go to the mikveh? No, that we already learned. We already learned that the Pasuk says already Virachats Bamayim. How is that developed? It says by the white garments. So why does it have to say again Virachats? So, this Virachats must be referring to not going to the mikveh. Oh, yeah. Washing your body, which means going to the mikveh, means washing your hands and your legs. Do they have children? And since it says in the middle, Parshat V'rochot, V'rochot Ulavah, shall so we say V'rochot goes on both? Okay, so he says, Rabbi Lazer, Rabbi and Rabbi Lazer, Rabbi Shimon says, Kal We don't need a pasuk; it's logically compelling. Kal v'chaim, umah b'makom shein ton tviel, ton kid, even a place that you don't need tviel. All the, the entire year, when you come to do the service, you start the day, you're about to do the service. You don't have to, biblically, you don't have to go to the mikveh. like we learned earlier, it's only the rabbi said that if you're pure, nevertheless, you can't do the service in the temple unless you go to the mikveh. You have to be a chassid. You start the day, you have to go to the mikvah, period. Even if you're pure. You didn't have a nocturnal emission. You didn't have relations with your wife. You have to go to the mikvah. That's how you start your day. You're doing the service in your personal temple, you have to go to the mikvah. You have to be holy, you have to sanctify. And like we said earlier, we learned the other day, what's the reason? To, re- to trigger any memory you may remind yourself you may become Life. impure and you forgot so this will trigger your memory so biblically you don't have to go to the mikvah nevertheless the Torah says you have to sanctify your hands and your legs how much more so in the Yom Kippur, when the Torah obligates you to go to the mikvah five times you have to go to the mikvah every time you change garments so how much more so you have to wash your, your hands and your legs and <laughs> <laughs> Biblically you have to go to the mikveh five times. <laughs> of course. I how do I know ten times? How do we know each time you go to the mikveh you have to dip your, wash your hands and and your legs in the wash basin twice? <laughs> you learn a haymer, but a haymer, you learn since every day you're obligated to wash your hands and your legs. How many times you're obligated to wash your hands and your legs every day? Once. So a you have a rule. Diamond, I didn't. I need diamond. I didn't. not You can't be more than the place you're learning it from. You're learning it from every day, and every day you only wash once. So how much more so when you have to go to the mikveh, You have to wash. Okay, wash once. So it should be five dippings in the and Five washing. Five times you wash your hands and your legs. Ten times. Where do you learn that from? Each time you go to the mikveh, you have to wash twice. Malankiz and Kizhah, Tamlaiva the Pasak teaches us to Aaron a loyal mayyid, aren't enters into the tent of Bosh at this big day but and removes his linen clothing Ashullavash that he wore. What does he have to tell me Ashallavish? He said, the pasha, the pasha is big day but we know that he put it on. What is the pasik coming to teach me? Of course, if you're telling me to remove, I know that you're you're wearing it. Otherwise, why do you have to remove it? Why does the tailor have to spell out, remove the clothing? Which clothing am I telling you to remove? The clothing that you wore, really. Which other clothing am I going to take (laughs) off? If I didn't wear it, I wouldn't have to take it off. I mean, what's the tailor coming to say? The is coming to say, to juxtapose the removing to the wearing. Just like Putting on clothing, Put yeah, yeah. yeah. after you, you put on your sanctify, new clothes, you have to sanctify you have to your hands and your legs. It's like every morning, every day. You also have to wash your hands and your legs. For every time you take off the clothing, after the garments, set of garments, you have to wash your hands and your legs. Hmm. Yeah, clear? do clear. How do we know the five the times going to the Mikvah, and He's explaining with Rabbi Huda, we quoted earlier. So Rabbi Huda said, how do we know he has to go to the Mikvah five times? Because it says, We see that every time he exchanges he, the garments because he's changing the service from doing the service inside, doing the service outside, he has to go to the Mi. Okay. So, ah, we finally love begins The thepus only tells me when he exchanges the inner garment, the garments, the linen garment, the, linen garment, the white linen garments which with which he was doing the service inside. when he changes it to put on the eight garments to do the service outside. How do we know the reverse? How do we know when he exchanges the eighth set of garments for the four, when he goes back inside, or the first time around, when he takes off the morning, in the morning he put on the eighth set of garments, he removes it and puts on the fourth set of garments. How do we know he has to go to the mikvah? Well, it doesn't say. So we continue in the 32b, 32b, 1. It's logically compelling. If, when you're putting on the eighth set of garments, with the Kohen God is not allowed to enter into the Holy of all the set of garments, the Torah says you have to go to the Mikveh. Big day love when you're exchanging from the eighth set of garments to the fourth set of garments with which the Kohen God is allowed to enter into the Holy of Olives, how much more so you must go to the Mikveh? and it isn't on the says well wait a minute i can disprove this it's not so logically compelling i can disprove this argument the big how can you compare the gold has so much atonement because all year round all year round i'm using an even on yom kippur half of the time right so there's and so much and, atonement. And, uh, yes, and, uh, so you make up with quantity over quality. Maybe quantity is more important than quality. Yes. Yom Kippur, you have a peak experience. Once a year. It lasts for a few moments. Very nice. But maybe the Torah says the quantity, that every single day you have an atonement with the eight garments, maybe that takes precedence. and Therefore, there the Torah says you have to go to the mikvah. Not the reverse. Right. so how do we so the is not compelling so how do we know this from we learned it from Rebbe Rebbe said Rebbe said the reverse we find in the passage the reverse how do we know we learned on the other side it says that you should put on the, the, uh, the linen clothing when that teaches. Us, and it says when, before you put on the four garments after you have to take off the eight set of garments and you put on the four, the four you have to go to the mikveh so you see clearly when you exchange from the eight and from the four you have to go to the mikveh yeah, yeah. Okay. So according to Debbie, I only know when you exchange from the eight set of garments to the to the to the four white linen garments. Maybe the I people according to Debbie, how do I know the reverse? So, uh, it's logically compelling if the tailor requires me to go to the mikveh before I put on the four set of garments which is only for a moment only for a peak experience I'm going into Yom Kippur how much more so for the eight garments if you wear every single day which brings atonement every single day of the year how much more so that you have to go to the mikveh? He might have no, I can, I can refute that logic. It's not so logically compelling. I can refute that argument. Maybe quality over quantity. The Jewish people are all about quality. It's not about quantity. So the fact that this is the peak experience, maybe it's so special, it's so unique. It requires you to go to the mikveh. How do I know when you exchange from the four to the eight, you have to go to the mikveh? Maybe it's, it's, yes, it's quantity, but it doesn't have that same quality. So you don't have to go to the mikveh. I know the tiny, that's what it says. That's what Debbie concludes. And it says in the positive, big de Kaidish Heim with Asaramayim. Yeah, what are you supposed to do? I don't know. That's what he spells out. So the Tayyid is saying they're all the same. The five Avaidas. It's, you start out. Tomashel big days You start out the morning service with the eight set of garments. And then you exchange it into the four to do the service to chindik v'yom to do inside the temple and the holy of holies big Then you exchange back into the eight to do elay his ram, Ela and the ram for the people big days of. And then you have. Then you 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 exchange the eight set of garments to the four to go back into the holy of holies to remove the Kafa machdev big them of. And then you exchange the four to the eight to conclude the service with Tommy oh. Shabbat so, so he says, that's what he means. the said they're all equal. Every time you change it, you have to go to the mikveh. No, the key is changing of clothing. It doesn't matter you're changing from the linen, the white linen, to the to the, the gold, or the four to the eight, or the eight to the four. It doesn't matter. How do we know? How do we know that each time you go to the mikveh, you have to wash... Your hands and his legs, he has to wash his hands, the wash his hands and legs, legs in the wash basin twice. I yeah, believe yeah, yeah. it says, v'rochot 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 v'lova. V'rochot means, throughout the Torah, means you go You go into the mikveh. You have to wash your body, it means total immersion in the mikveh. And here you're saying, Vedachet means. Washing your hands and your legs. She says I mainly in I don't need the passi to tell me you have to go to the mikv. We already learned it from Big Day Kodesh That every time every time you exchange clothing you have to you have to go to the mikvah. So, be no, because Big Day Kaidish means hushfu. So the Tate is saying yeah, every time you change clothing. That, yeah, that's the that's thing, right. so have the same thing, right. So why does the have to repeat Vidachat? So say here Vidachat means so, so, washing the kind to wash his hands and his legs. So, why doesn't the Taittir speak clearly? Why does the say Vedachat? And you have to learn it out that here Vedachat means unusually. Not that it's usual meaning, here it means washing your hands and legs. The Taittir should have said, Meekadish, <laughs> say, speak clearly. How come Ashkelon's argument answers is coming because the Taittir uses the expression Vedachat to teach me, he's coming to let me know the a Ekidush, that going to the Mikveh is like a kiddush is like washing your hands and the legs. Where does the kayan have to wash his hands and his legs? Did he wash it outside in Yerushalayim or in the temple? No, it has to be in the temple compound, in the holy place. So, So going to the mikveh, you can't leave the temple and go to the mikveh. The mikveh has to be inside the temple. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that's according to Rabbi Yehudah, Kiddush V'naleh. According to Rabbi Yehudah... <laughs> according to Rabbi Yehudah, how do we know... Because yeah, he says, you need this pasuk to teach me... Which is supposed to be the best that you can do. That you have to go to the mikvah. Right, right he learns it from this It's From this pasuk he learns that when you exchange from the linen to the to the eight garments, the gold garments... You have to go to the mikv... Hmm. So how do you know that you have to wash your hands twice every time you go to the mikv... <laughs> so I'm going to have his... The, his... The said. Uh, how do we know this? thing?" One more time. Right? Abelazim ben Shimon said, it's a Ka'bah right? Right. right? That's not the most important thing. ben Shimon said, that <coughs> if in a place where you don't need going to Mikvah biblically, when you start today, you don't have to go to the Mikvah. Nevertheless, the title requires you. Here, the title requires you, requires you to go to the Mikvah. How much more so? You have to wash your hands. Okay, but how do you know it has to be... But I say, to you like this? Twice. Twice. Yes, you're right. You say, for the heck, you should love us. This is our only place that you can go to. Yeah, but that's only according to Rabbi Yehudah. I'm sorry, that's according if so to... If you say the, the Barachat, it means Kiddush Yidayim or From uh, being to the Almighty, I'm sorry skin, to say, to a child who they believe that they're in Israel, they don't know. Rabbi the said, "How the rabbi this is what the disagrees with and the with the rabbis." important When the said, will <laughs> That you have to wash your hands twice He says, "Makim that I've made, he disagrees, that I've you know no. made That made it holds, we learn, when do you wash your hands, his hands and his legs, after he moves the old set of garments. Then he washes his hands and his legs. Then he goes to the mikvah. Then he puts on new sets of garments. And then he washes his hands and his legs. So Debbie disagrees with Rabbi Meir, and he disagrees with the rabbis. Why? When does he wash his hands and his legs? Before he put, he takes off his garments, his first set of garments. Oh, and the, and Rebbe says, When does he wash his hands and his legs? After he removes, after he takes off his clothes. and he also disagrees that he says, I may hold a wind, you wash the second time after he puts on the second set of garments. But the Rebbe says, Rebbe says, you have to wash twice. That's what he understood. He holds, a Rebbe says, you have to wash your hands and your legs twice at the same time, simultaneously, one after the other, between the set of garments. When you take off the first set of garments, before you put on... the the second set of garments. When you go to the mikvah, you wash twice a in a row. That's not according to the mayor. Not according to the rabbis. The according to the rabbis, the rabbis, you wash before you, you take off your first set of garments, and you and you wash a second time after you put on the second set of garments. According to the mayor, you wash the first time after you take off the first set of garments, and you wash the second time after you put on the way second way, set of, of garments. Really everyone everyone important agrees. No, everyone agrees. It's starting with the second Kiddush, the Kiddush sheni. No, everyone agrees. The second Kiddush, the second time you wash your hands and legs, according to everyone, even according to Rebbe. First, you put on the garments. My time, why? How do I know this? If you learn it out from the Poshat, the Vil the and you say the goes on both the removal of the clothing, of the garments, and putting on the clothing, maybe it means you have to wash twice, simultaneously, one after, consecutively, one after the other, in between. So how do we know it's afterwards? crook. as the Pasik says, It says if you, do, if you do the service without washing your hands, you lose your life. So, if you go close to the altar without washing your hands, in other words, there's nothing stopping you from going to the altar. There's nothing, you're ready to go to the altar. The only thing that's missing, the only thing that's lacking is you didn't wash your hands. But according to you, if you wash your hands when you're naked, how, how, could, how could he go to the altar? He's not wearing any garments. He cannot wear If he can't do the service, the problem is not only you didn't wash your hands, the problem is you're not allowed to do service without wearing a garment. A coyon who does service without wearing garments is the equivalent of an Israelite doing the service. It's disqualified. Here we say, He's ready to go. The only thing that's lacking is he didn't wash his hands. So every time you wash your hands, it's you're fully dressed. It's on the Yom Kippur. The Ta'ir says, in addition, every time you take off your garments, you have to wash your hands. He says, Loy, Ravchiz, don't get along. They don't agree with each other. So I can be doing Imkain, if that's the case, Rav okay. said
1: studying,
0: that according to Rabbi, you have to wash your hands twice Fantastic between the exchange of garments. He can't hold the you Ravach. says you're required. You must wash your hands after you wear the garments. Because if that's the case, you would have to have three times you have to wash your hands. (laughs) Twice as the Taylor teaches us between each garment. And you have to wash after you put on the garment, before you do the service. So according, according to Rav according to, if Rav hold Rav you would have to watch 50. Loi Rav have who says, you have, to do, you have to wash your hands right before you do the service. There's nothing. You're ready to go. The only thing that's lacking is, the last step is, you have to wash your hands. He cannot hold Rav Chizda. Because Rav Chizde requires, also you need two Kiddushin in between when you're naked. So according to him, you would have three Kiddushin by each time. So, so you, you would have fifteen, right. So Kusar so Avchizda holds that you don't need this is not a requirement. You have to wash your hands, that has to be the last step. It's not a requirement, according to Achu, holds that it is a requirement. So you only wash once between between the garments, according to Meir, and when you're naked, and according to the rabbis when you still before you take off the first set of garments. Okay. Okay, the Mishnah says when he he started the slaughter. I'm really to The it the kat- the kat- the means that, uh, you kill, kill the animal. Where do we see Where, what's it? it says in the pasuk? This is the name of the game. It says. It says in the pasuk. It says Egypt is is a, is a fear the heifer. the faith but the answer is it doesn't diminish yeah. the but the kernel is the north is surely it's coming my mashma how do you know how does this support Ulla's opinion that it means to kill how do you see that in the verse and he might have given target a bias yes interpreted maltayoy have me say Egypt was a fear kingdom Allah, but murderous people from the north came upon it. So we see that Canets means murderous to kill Babylonia. Right. Jeremiah was practicing Babylonia from the north is going to come and conquer Egypt. Think much Mai. How much of the pipes does the God will kill with the Tamid? Amrullah Berev Schneid. He has, to, he has to cut fifty one percent of the esophagus and fifty one percent of the trachea and and the rest the other coin takes over and finishes the rest. Uh-huh. Also the hold also the majority of the two the windpipe and the uh, and the esophagus. Since we learned that most of what since it says about uh, when you slaughter unconsecrated. It says, cutting the greater part of one pipe. It's like cutting the entire pipe. Mm So why does he have to repeat again? That in a bird, when you slaughter a kosher bird, it's enough to do one. Mm -hmm. 51% of either the windpipe or the esophagus. You don't need both. In an animal, you have to slice both. Mm-hmm. You need 51% of both of them. Why does it have to be? He said already, the mission started already. He said it has to be the majority. So I already know in a bird you only have to do one, and in an animal you need both. So he said, The reason is since we're talking about the Kunigoddle here. Since we learned that well, God, God doesn't do everything, it He shouldn't exhaust it. him. He, he just started. has to start. The so you would adam and then, then He receives the blood and sp- and pours it out, and He, he sprinkles it. Yeah, I would think If He didn't complete, the 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 wider the the more and if another koyin didn't complete, it would be invalid. Mm-hmm. So well, the mission well, we has to tell go us, even if another Kayan doesn't go ahead and finish it, and it, it's kosher, because halachically, it's all you need. The custom is to slice everything. You slice the entire windpipe and you slice the entire uh, you know, uh, the entire uh, esophagus. But but uh, halachically, it's not required. If you just do 51% of each, it's fine. Yahweh, I would think, you made it puzzle. He might you would think if you didn't finish it would be puzzle. Why would I think that? If it's puzzle, if it's disqualified, then how could the how could the godl not do it? How can you have another coin do it? Every service of that day has to be done through the Koengadl. Everything must be done by the Kohen Godl. So obviously the fact that he can hand it over to another Kohen to finish already tells me that it's not it's not it doesn't disqualify. Mm-hmm this is what he means I would say rabbinically it should be disqualified that's what he says that's what he says we continue on 31 33a that's what we learned it's kosher in other words if Hashem said to us God the beginning of life they gracious instead of Adam and Eve might There's not even a rabbinicus qualification, so, so, why is it important altogether? Why is it it's, biblically it's not important, and even rabbinically it's it's not a deal break? And he wanted mitzvah saying, ideally, that's ideal is you should finish it and complete the slaughter and slaughter it in its entirety. Sever both the windpipe and the, and the, and the, and the esophagus, Everyone have a wonderful day.